Welcome back to Walk Together Fiercely. If you are new to our community, welcome. I am Tara. I'm a wife, mother, and naturopathic doctor. I feel so passionate about people's well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Michelle and I share this passion. We started this podcast to create a community where people can gather to feel connected, loved, and empowered. We want to lead with honesty and vulnerability. We want to spread love and joy. We ultimately want to create this community where beautiful souls can show up just as they are and feel loved and accepted. Michelle is a psychic medium. So that makes this podcast super special because sometimes we also get to hear the heavenly wisdom of spirit. From our hearts to yours, we offer you this episode. Yay! Welcome back! Yay! So glad to have us here, Tara. It's really nice to hang out. This is the best part of the podcast is having tea and visiting with you. (laughs) I know we do an awful lot of visiting and John was just like you're still recording we had a team meeting first yes we had a team meeting first let's say that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes we did anyway I I have had a little bit of I've had well I've had a few revelations about self this year um and you know in our first podcast of season two, we were talking about the chaos that was our summer a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I just, I, what I wanted to share with you is a story of something that happened to me and the epiphany that kind of came out of that as a result. And it made me look at my own, even my own intuitive language just a little bit. So is it okay if I share a story with you? I love this. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. So we were in the midst of fires and we were headed out camping for a weekend. And camping is just absolutely one of my most favorite things. I love getting out. I love sleeping in the trailer. I There's everything about it I just love. And I'm super excited to go. Really looking forward to going with the family that we were headed out with and so everything about it was just fantastic, except for the environment that we were living in. And we were looking ahead at the weather forecast, and the weather forecast for home wasn't great. Lightning predicted, and so I'm like, our house is going because like this was right in the thick of smoke and right fire in the season. Thick of the smoke, yeah. And where we live in particular, we are very, very close to forest area Mm -hmm. and uh, grassland and and ranch lands and things like that. It's gorgeous. So I was absolutely sure that lightning was going to hit the trees in the area right behind us and that our whole neighborhood would be evacuated or on alert uh, because this has been happening repeatedly over and over all the way around us. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly, Tara, I can tell you that I was completely wrapped up and in a place of complete fear. So I said to my husband, John, I'm scared. I don't think we should leave the house. 
Um, I think that we should, you know, we should be here to kind of make sure everything is okay or to be here in case an emergency happens. To take care of your pets and... Well, yeah, we were leaving our cats with a sitter. And he's like, "Uh, no, Uh, we're going camping. Uh, You need to get away. Uh, So wrap your head around that right now and pretty much get your ass in the truck. We're going. How'd that go over? (laughs) (laughs) Well, John doesn't swear. I don't know how he married me. But he he didn't actually say get your ass in the truck. But that that was the message of the whole thing was we're going get yourself together and it was almost like a little bit of a like a shake and it just kind of struck me I'm like okay and there was something inside of me that said Michelle you're absolutely placing all of your leverage on the fear that Mm -hmm. is surrounding you and that is in this circumstance and you're not placing leverage on your actual intuition Mm -hmm. and he is And there's something inside of him that says that he knows that it's going to be fine. Because I said to him, like, is everything, is the house going to be okay? And he's like, yeah, the house is going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. And I, there was something that I just was like, I need to trust that. Because Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I can trust my own right now. And so I really thought this would be a great conversation to have. Because how many of us at times in our life make decisions out of fear, make decisions because of an impulse or an instinct, rather than the deepest parts of ourself, the parts that are actually intuitive. And so I thought it would be a great idea to have a conversation about what is actually intuition, what is instinct, what are impulses, and all the different things, the shades of gray that are in Mm -hmm. between that. Because how do you sometimes know? How do you tease it apart? How do you? And in that moment, like if I walk back in my memory about that moment, I was really sure that we were in danger. Mm -hmm. And it's easy now (laughs) when we're Mm -hmm. out of that circumstance to break that down and to look at it from a different perspective that I was really fearful and so I think I was telling you about this one time this one particular day that all the neighbors around us were out on the streets everybody was out phones up to the sky taking pictures because it was the most apocalyptic sky that I think I have ever seen uh, ever period I don't have anything I can compare it to it was just the way that the light and smoke and the well like blocks the sun and it's all gray and dark but then almost a hint of sun at sunset can make it like red like it looks like fires right behind the black smoke entirely yeah that's what it felt like it looked like the the fire was like completely coming down the hill um, that's my cat walking right across the microphone because that's how it goes here. There's animals. <laughs> you almost sat in your mummy's tea. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very much, it was very much like this really crazy, scary looking sky. And I'm like, if we leave, I think we should pack up our whole house. <laughs> and be ready to not return. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I definitely was placing all of my energy into that fear and forgetting about my intuition. Yeah, and I think that we probably aren't really connected to our intuition when we get so triggered with the fear. And, like, this has got to be so primal within us. Like, Well, that's just it. Like, we're meant to be afraid of fire. 
Like, yeah, that's yeah. probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, when you <laughs> see survival, fire, get, right? get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you when you see you know a tiger run, like yes, or, or whatever the appropriate response is. <laughs> massive, massive forest fire <laughs> run. Right. Yes, right. and so that is an those instincts are really you're right primal and incredibly important it's cold put on a coat yeah you know it's raining pull up your hood yeah you know those are those it's like built into us yes it's those primal instincts that that help us survive Mm -hmm. and that's amazing and we need that but it is not the same actually as our intuition yes so how do we tell the difference so intuition is more quiet it's more subtle and it is really challenging to hear your intuition if you are in chaos if you are in fear and it's not that your intuition can't speak to you it's just that it is harder to hear Mm -hmm. and so intuition can absolutely keep you safe it can absolutely warn you it can absolutely uh, help you in uh, times where you might be fearful or frightened or scared but I also think that one of the big things about intuition is that it takes work it takes nurturing it takes I call it doing your spiritual sit-ups like you've got to strengthen those muscles well I'm talking about John right now because he was like he's We've talked about having that person in your life that you can run things through, that Mm -hmm. you can talk about with. And you said, yeah, we need each other, right? Mm -hmm. We do need one another sometimes. At any rate, John is a pilot and flies a plane. And when he came and said, you know, I really am going to, this, you know, our kids are are grown. Uh, I'm going to get my pilot's license and this is what I'm going to do. He didn't jump in a plane the next day. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of prep work that he had to do to get ready to become a pilot. He had ground school. Mm-hmm. He had reading. He had studying to do. And I don't want to make it out that you have to do a bunch of reading and studying. But it's like for when you like when you want to have sharper intuition, when you want to be able to trust that intuition, like you have to start making friends with it at some point already. You've got to build your own inner language. And your inner language is different than mine. Mm -hmm. So your body works in a way that is really successful for you. Your intuition works in a way that's successful for you and in a way that you'll understand. And same with mine. But we do have to take time to learn and understand what that is. Yeah, to practice it and and develop that skill within us. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. So for the listener, if you are new to our podcast, we did an episode of this last season and it was the languages of intuition so you can go back and you can listen to that because you went over yeah the different ways the four different languages and how people can hone that skill within themselves so it is a skill that needs practicing and honing and the more Mm -hmm. I practice mine and get to know the way it shows up for me then the the better I can be connected to it so for you somebody that is incredibly intuitive obviously you're a psychic medium when you get triggered and are in that state of fear, does it feel like intuition? Like, do you feel like, oh my gosh, this panic of fire coming and burning our house? Like, can it be confusing for yes, you? Yes, that's the point. Exactly. Okay. I did. I can honestly tell you that I did feel confused. That I was like, this is a knowing. Yes. And yes. then I. And then it was like this epiphany that, oh my gosh, I am in total recognition that my energy is in a place of fear that I've gone down that rabbit hole and I have allowed that to take over 
yeah. my intuitive better judgment. Yeah. And I wasn't listening. And that's and I the think, lesson, yeah. You know, there's so many things, you know, and I, I think that this was a conversation that you and I wanted to have because we can see this playing out in our world in so many different ways. I mean, we are so bombarded by media, by social media, by all of these different outlets. And what is it that they do and say? I mean, all the things that we should be scared of. Yes. So I like this because what I've learned for myself in discerning whether it's an intuitive message or whether it's fearful thoughts, patterning, impulsing, whatever we want to call the other side of that, is the way that it feels within my body. And I know that when we're triggered and so fearful, we can lose our truth. We can lose our connection to what is real Mm -hmm. or the present moment, right? Because Mm -hmm. we go down that little rabbit hole. But for me... Fear feels tight. It feels hurried. It feels urgent. Ooh, Impulsive, yes. right? Like, I, I have to act on this because it's, or I need to do something, or I need to figure it out, or I've got it. Like, there is a hurriedness to it, whereas yeah. intuition, to me, usually comes in the tiniest little, it's mm-hmm. it's tiny, it's, it's simple, it's like, you're okay, mm-hmm. or it's all right. It's a quiet little voice, but it's peaceful, mm-hmm. and it feels soothing in the body. It actually always leaves me feeling like I want a little more. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah, it's, it's Even calm. Even if it's a warning, you feel good. Well, let's tell that story. Tell the story where you, you it was intuition, but it was a warning to keep you safe. Absolutely. Yes. So driving down the highway, really, really busy summer highway day. Highway is packed. Just one of those, you know yep. those, those days on the mm-hmm. road? Immediate, like just a little message that just was, just popped in my left ear, just just in my head, change lanes. That's it. That's all it said, change lanes. And I just felt so calm and so peaceful about it. Like I didn't feel like sudden panic. I just did what it said. I'm like, change lanes. And I didn't question it. I can't tell you exactly what it was, but it was just like, change lanes, change lanes. And up ahead of us, maybe 500 meters ahead of us or less, maybe less, but anyway, uh, accident. Like happened right in front of you. Yes. And all it meant is that I wouldn't have been involved in the accident, but what would have happened to me had I stayed in the lane that I was in is that I would have had to jam on my brakes and potentially frighten all the people in Mm-hmm. Who or could be some me. rear enders, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I had changed lanes and I was in a place where, yes, I was able to slow down with lots of room and space and I didn't have to, you know, slam on the brakes. We all, the whole highway came to a standstill, but we were completely calm in doing so. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't yeah. change lanes with this panic, fearful, physiological nope. feeling within you, yeah. Nope. But it was, it was just at the right time, at the right moment, and literally within seconds I saw what happened, and it was like, wow. And it was calm. But it was very calm. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel frightened or scared, even though it was a warning. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me feel terrified. And I think that's a really good distinction about intuitive messages. They make you feel good. Mm-hmm. They are succinct and to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, they come seemingly out of nowhere. They're always going to be messages that help support your best interest, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Yeah. So it's not going to be messages of, oh God, I have so many examples. I mean, there's so many different ways that this comes up for people in their lives. And I can think about clients who have said things like, but I really feel like I'm supposed to be with this person. I, 
my intuition tells me we're supposed to be together and the relationship is abusive or it is, you know, really toxic in ways and they somehow feel that their intuition has been telling them that that's exactly what they should be doing. And I can tell you that your intuition will never put you in danger and it will never put you in a place where you should stay in danger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the intuitive question would be more, is this relationship for your highest good? Because I think if it's more like a trauma bond or uh, something that is more of an unhealthy attachment, it's like this, I can save that person or I can yeah, rescue is that, that a, person. So is like it, these is sto- that an impulse? Is it, yeah. is it, is it more... Like, or is a it pattern. more instinctual of, I want a to, pattern, yeah. yes, a, a pattern of, you know, I, I want to be the savior here. Yes. Yeah. That intuition is always sweet and loving and supportive. Yeah. When, oh, and like, I think of a person like asking you, do I stay in this relationship? It's my intuition. And I think that for me, intuition is so short and mm. to the point, mm-hmm. whereas I could imagine somebody asking you that question and saying that it's intuition. There's a story behind it. Like, I'm supposed to be with them because da 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 Like, to me, fear is always creates a story. It always creates, even in your case of the fires, we've got to do this because da 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 because it creates a story around it, right? Doesn't it, though? Right? Oh, yeah. It is. And you're so, what a good point you make, Tara, because intuition is short mm-hmm. and sweet. Mm-hmm. And fear goes on and on, on and, and on, on and on. Gives you all the different possible scenarios. Yes, that's it. That's what I'm trying to say. It's totally yeah. like fear for me, it loops and it and it, it loops. It loops and it makes stories about it yeah. and it'll tell you and it'll tell you horrible stories and it like and intuition never shows up like that. It's always mm-hmm. like short, sweet, simple. Yep. Yeah. Um, when we are triggered and in these places of fear, do you think that we have access to our intuition? I think it's I mean, I I would say that Yes, you absolutely have access to it. What I will say is that it's much harder to gain access to. Yeah. And so I know that for me, it takes absolutely sitting down, taking a deep breath. Like I love box breathing or square breathing or something like that. To get yourself grounded. Just get yourself back. Come Mm -hmm. back into a place of center and you've got to get quiet or more still. Because it's really like when you have all of the, you know, raging news stories going in your head or this fear story or whatever it is that is happening in your life and you are absolutely following the patterns of all the potential horrific things that could go wrong or whatever it's it's busy in there Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on and there's not a lot of space for your intuition to be able to speak in that ah good point and so giving yourself a little bit of space is really great and I love the power of a pause right? Mm -hmm. The taking a break. And so here's a silly example. I was at the grocery store uh, a couple of nights ago, and it was later in the day, blood sugar out of balance, FYI, like I hadn't eaten for a bit. I was starving. And what is in your grass right as you're going through the tills? junk and right now it's like Halloween candy (laughs) and stuff like that so there was not you know like a little bag of mixed raw vegetables like there was like cheesies and there was little the little boxes of Halloween candy and stuff and I'm like oh it'd be so easy to just grab one and just eat something like that on the way home I'm so hungry 
And I just took a breath and I'm like, you're five minutes from home. Take a breath. It's okay. There's power in this pause. And I mean, I know that's a silly example. No, but, but it is perfect to just pause, get grounded. Yeah, and then I didn't have to eat something that wouldn't make me feel good anyway or really help what I needed. wouldn't be for your highest good, yeah. Well, it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have given yeah. me what I needed. It would have actually contributed to it being worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sugar isn't what I needed at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that. And, I, and for me, I... If I'm having a hard time discerning, I like to break it down. And maybe I oversimplify this in my own brain to make sense of it. But I feel like we've kind of got two sides to us. We've got love and fear. That's it. Right? We have spirit and we have ego. And if I can break it down into, okay, we've got two choices. That makes it very easy for me to discern. I don't Mm. need to get into the tiny little nuances. I can stand there and say, is this fear or is this love? And that's often easy enough to discern oh I like that right well because so if so if it's love it makes you feel good and it, it would be fear, more it makes you feel anxious scared yeah. tight everything yeah and I think that intuition falls in the realm of spirit which is love 100%. and the other side would be the ego the fear the anxiety mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent so there yeah can... that is so so true so I guess that in those, what I became aware of, uh, I thought that was a good learning lesson for someone who uses this all the time. What I also wanted to say is that it doesn't mean that I'm perfect all the time. It doesn't mean that I, I do exactly what I should be doing all the time. I'm, I'm also human and walking a human journey and doing the very best that I can. And it was just a really great example for me. And I just, uh, in that moment, I just had a lot, even though my husband was like, get, get over yourself and get You yourself. got your ass in the car, didn't you? I did. <laughs> and I just so, I so appreciated that because like, it wasn't mean, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, I got you. No, it was actually very loving because yeah, he knew that you. you going camping was and it was the amazing. best thing. It yeah. was so fun it was so fun we played we played a softball game I haven't played that in forever oh my god I laughed myself so silly it was amazing I I like that but like I think back to that time and I remember you going on this trip and when our city was so covered in smoke I remember feeling fear and anxiety about like lots of little things like it was just so heightened in me and one tool that I've learned is just asking myself like is this mine like is it even directly my fear and I think that like I wonder if part of yours was just feeling like that our entire city was scared and it felt like the smoke was trapping it all down in us like Mm -hmm. there was just this palpable energy of fear throughout and what got me through a lot of that smoke was going is this mine or am I feeling the collective fear right now and that that really has gotten me through a lot of this last year and a half because I will get ramped up and I'll feel this fear within my body and then I go is this is this mine or am I empathically feeling more what's going on around us because it can be really overwhelming when it's not totally ours but we're looking out at the world and we can feel it to bring it back and go, no, no, this is not mine. What is true for me right now is that I am safe, right? My mm-hmm. home is safe, but I will. I'll look out on the world and I and it will get me anxious. Mm-hmm. And then I go, oh, that's not, it doesn't all belong to me, that fear. Mm-hmm. 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 I love this point. And you just, you just absolutely took that nail and hit it on the head with a hammer because you're, 
exactly right that's exactly what happened like I said I was outside taking pictures of the sky as were all my neighbors and one of my neighbors said this is how we die and it was like (laughs) you took that one on (laughs) and it was just like yeah oh my god we're all gonna die but it felt like that this summer it felt like that and so yes so exactly what a better question to ask myself in that moment was is this actually mine? Because I absolutely, I was in a collective of neighbors, mm-hmm. uh, in a community, all feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was taking on more. And I think that, you know, we forget uh, sometimes that we are such multi-sensory humans that we pick up on so much more mm-hmm. than we are aware of. And so, you know, said experience going on on the other side of the world has an energetic vibration that we can pick up on. And mm-hmm. so... I think, you know, sometimes, yeah, we create stuff within our own experience to be sure. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we really do pick up on a lot of the other things that are going on around us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's everywhere we look. So I think that one of the things that I have, there's a few things that I've done to support myself so that it is healthier for me. And a little bit of a step back on social media for sure. Mm -hmm. Because uh, during the we will stop talking about the fires, I promise. But during the <laughs> fires, I was completely and utterly addicted to Twitter, and just you know following what was happening uh, in our in our area. Taking a step back from that, and also, well, <laughs> interestingly enough, where we went camping had zero service, like nothing. I love it. It was great. Mm-hmm. So I completely, I had no, like at first I felt scared, like, well, how am I going to know if our house burns down or our neighborhood's in trouble? I'm not even going to know now. Mm-hmm. I had no choice. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, actually, mm-hmm. to just have that freedom from that. And then making sure that I took that pause, got still, and then checked in. Am I okay? And I, that was a turning point for me. Mm-hmm. I really love that was. you got the reset in nature. It's it was so a powerful. reset in nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your intuition is always working for you. We just need to absolutely make space to hear it. Yeah. We are just so grateful that you have joined us today. Understanding your inner voice, your higher self, that incredible inner wisdom that you have is one of the most powerful things that you can do in your life. Learning to trust your intuition takes practice. It takes strengthening those intuitive muscles. When you're in a place of stress or anxiety, it can be really hard to step away, to take a breath or a pause, but it is so incredibly helpful and powerful as it can help you get back in touch with the most intuitive parts of your being. Intuition can't be found or necessarily trusted when you're in a place of complete chaos. Fear is so much louder than all of the other things in your mind and it can really feel big and important, but it may not be guiding you in the most appropriate or the best ways. One of the biggest messages from spirit right now is to be present, to be still, to unplug, and do something that is just fun or joyful. So while you think about what you're going to do next that is going to be fun or joyful, let's take a moment for a breath of peace. Take a moment if you are able 
and just close your eyes and just breathe. And let's do this together and we'll do circular breathing for a few breaths. So I invite you to inhale, two, three, four, hold that breath, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold it at the bottom, two, three, four, now inhale, hold it, exhale, hold it. And one more time, inhale, hold it, exhale, hold it. Just doing this a few more times as you now allow the tension to release from your head, your neck, your shoulders, letting your skin relax, releasing any tension in the tissue, in your muscles, in your bones, just letting all of that go, just being in the moment with your breath and giving yourself the opportunity to let go of any of that stress or tension. Breathing in, hold it, exhale, hold it there. Breathing in, Hold it, let it go, and then pause there. As you take your next breath in, asking yourself this question, what does my heart need right now? Just trusting what comes forward. Trusting yourself. Take as much more time as you need to just allow yourself to be in this moment of peace. And as you do that, we send you so much love and appreciation, so much compassion and gentleness. And until next time, only love and light to you and only love and light from you. We'd love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at 
walk together fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, uh, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan.